This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. This segment is brought to you by the Zuckerberg Institute. You're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business on Business Radio. Welcome back to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here at SiriusXM Business Radio, Channel 132 from New York City. Um, Eric, was that not the most like fun business radio show ever? That was so fun. <laughs> that was so fun. And I think you're so right. It's like imp- improv is so important. I think theater is so important yes. to business and to life and, and to everything. It's I, I agree. All right, Eric Keen, I'm going to brag about you for a second. Media pioneer, a my fellow uh, co-producer on several Broadway shows. But um, Eric, you and I have known each other for a very long time. You seem to have just be at the cutting edge of all new things and technology, entertainment, digital. You've worked with some of the largest companies, brands, personalities, leading digital strategy, innovation, social media. So I t- talk to us about your journey a little bit. And then uh, and then I want to go back and see some of your favorite things that you're into right now. So but wow. but t- take us through your journey. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me on. It's been uh, and, and this is the this is towards the end of the journey, but it's been <laughs> so fun that we finally found something that we get to not only work on together, but it's something that you and I are both super passionate about. Mm. So that's been that's been amazing. Um, yeah, you know, I think my my journey started out actually I wanted to be a journalist um, in a moment where journalism was really declining. And um, when I and I was in college and sort of moaning about it to my to my father, who sort of said off the cuff, "Well, just do what's next in journalism, and you'll always have a job." Yeah. And at the time, it was this sort of very beginning of of social media, and so I began um, uh, in college, actually helping Katie Couric when she went over from the Today Show to the Evening News, awesome. and putting her online, and um, and then I, I went actually to the to the NBA uh, and helped set them up on social I media. Not, I did not know yeah. that. I thought I knew everything. Yeah. You're done. Um, our friend Melissa Brenner, yes. who is uh, who's an incredible who's visionary at, at the NBA, and um, I, I uh, helped her and. Uh, and then I and then I was the first person to ever run social media for CNN and help oh. build that up. Yep. Uh, and then I went to Hollywood and I was the first agent to ever uh, run social media at a talent agency at the United Talent yes. Agency, which was so fun. Really connecting kind of the the entertainment world and the and the technology world, which I which I loved. Um, and then I and then I uh, I got bit by the entrepreneurial bug and helped start a tech company that um, we sold uh, two years ago as a, a new cable company mm-hmm. like uh, Spectrum or or Comcast um, and uh, and then I sort of began to think okay well what is it that I love so much and what can I do that I love so much and I think I'd been spending a lot of time around the theater community um, and I. Uh, and I began to produce, and it's been just unbelievable. I love it. And you just moved to New York, which is exciting. I moved to New York. Nine I actually, ago. this is how I actually thought that Eric was living in New York for the last five years because he was here so much. Yes, but, I flew but then, a lot. Like, but then one day he's like, "No, like I live in Denver." <laughs> yes, but I when we when we had our company, which was called Layer Three TV, we uh, we I, I lived in Denver, but I commuted a lot back and forth between New York and LA. Yes, and um, I love. I actually had here in my notes that. You were Hollywood's first social media tech 
talent agent, which yes. is crazy because I feel like that's just a part of any talent agent's job now is to, to work with social media. Totally. Yeah. So. And I think, but you know, I think there's, there's something special now about live theater and about being in a room together and yeah. putting your phones away. And the freestyle teams talked about this, you know, that you, mm. you walk in and you put your phone in a pouch. And I think today people are craving substance, but they're also creating, craving community. Um, we are both co-producers on The Inheritance and the opening night was Sunday. And there's something magical about sitting through. It's a it's a two part play. You have to you have to go for to commit. You have to commit, and you have to go for six hours, maybe six and a half, um, and uh, maybe pushing seven. <laughs> and um, and uh, and there's there's something amazing about the and and you can see it over two nights. But there's something amazing about being there all day because you arrive with the same people. You kind of go to dinner. We we went to dinner, and and you know everyone's there and buzzing about the show and. You, you're even walking back to the theater and the people behind you are talking about the show yeah. and then you sit through another part of it and then you go out afterward. And so there's something amazing in this era of phones and everyone sort of heads down to, to get something that, you know, not to use a cult phrase, but that's binge worthy mm-hmm. um, because a show like The Inheritance really is binge worthy and it's and it's something that I think people are, are really looking for. I think that's amazing. Okay, so yes, uh, before we go sorry, into... Sorry, I went on that no, rant. No, I love it. I, <laughs> and I want to get... I want to go back into that for a little bit, but before we get into that, I, I want to just touch basically on what what some of your favorite things are right now apps you're using things you're loving just anything out there so we can get to know you a little more as a person okay well um anyone who knows me knows that i see theater a lot maybe Mm. three or four or five six seven eight nine times a a week hence why i thought you lived in new york yes (laughs) um uh and the show that i loved recently and it's sort of it's a it's worthy of bringing up now because it closes on november 24th okay so run see it. so run and see it is is this a is this a room at the vineyard uh Mm. theater and it's um it's about reality winter who is who sort of was with the FBI, or sorry, it's about the FBI interrogation of her. Mm. Um, and she is the person who leaked to the press evidence that the Russians were interfering with wow. the election. That's and it's basically, awesome. it's 70 minutes, uh, so you're in and out. Um, our other co-producer, Justin Makita, who <laughs> we wish was here today, calls calls most shows that are 90 minutes with no intermission a 90 no, but this is a 70 no, yes. which is amazing. Um, but it's but it's and it's the transcript of the FBI interrogating her, and the acting is incredible, and it's it's really been one of my favorite shows this season off Broadway. That's um, amazing. And you only is, have a few more nights to see it. Okay, so is, is this, this a, room? a room? Go check that out. Any cool apps or or new tech stuff you're into? You know. No, but I'm. I mean, like everybody, I've been into podcasts, mm-hmm. and so I've been listening to a slew of different podcasts. Um, my, I, uh, I recently got into um, LinkedIn. As all these companies are creating yeah. content, um, LinkedIn has um, one called Hello Monday with Jesse Hempel, who used to be an amazing oh, reporter. Yes. She's still an amazing yes. reporter, um, and uh, and she interviews different business leaders about the changing nature of work, which I think is really interesting and I think something that um, we should talk about a lot in general because I think people our age is trying to figure out meaning and what work is and how you work and and how you work in a big company, how you work as an entrepreneur. Um, 
And the other podcast I've been listening to is my other friend, Krista Smith, who works at Netflix now, has a podcast called Present Company, where she spends, you know, 45 minutes talking with different celebrities or creatives about their process. Um, And so, I mean, there's just, I mean, we're living in it, obviously, but there's just so much content every single day. Um, But so to be able to just sit in the subway and and listen to these, I think I, I really love. That's uh, yes, I agree. I actually, I've I've started to get into a few podcasts too, and um, I I really like a lot of the comedy ones. Oh, like I what? I think it's really fun. There's actually one that I love that um, it's like a group of guys that sit around and they like they pick a movie that none of them have seen, and oh. then they spend an hour like pr- like taking you through what they think the movie's about. Oh, so that's cool. they'll do like like The Shining and like none of them have seen it, but they'll they'll try to like talk you through an hour what they think happens based on just snippets that they've seen in pop culture and things like that and they're oh, often amazing. just completely wrong and it's hilarious and it's like it's just it's very entertaining. So um I'm blanking on what it's called, but I'm sure it's easy easy to find online and it's like a a good laugh when you're on an airplane or a train and you just want to like zone out and, and smile which which we need yes, <laughs> yes absolutely all right if you're just joining us you're listening to randy zuckerberg means business here on sirius xm business radio channel 132 i'm thrilled to be here with eric kuhn media pioneer dear friend broadway co-producer entrepreneur extraordinaire okay so we were just talking about the inheritance which you and i are co-producers in, which i'm very excited and um first of all how cool is it that we live in a world where both freestyle love supreme which people just heard about it's 80 minutes long freestyle rap and the inheritance six and a half hour long kind of epic drama can coexist side by side in the world it's it's so cool i think broadway is thriving right now um and it's so cool that you're involved in both of them (laughs) um but no i think it's i think there's something really for everybody on broadway right now um and I think I think we want. I mean, what those guys do at Freestyle Love Supreme is so brilliant, and what Matthew Lopez wrote with the Inheritance is also brilliant. Yeah. And so I think you know, it's it's not that there's just diversity, but it's new and original and cutting edge and pushing the boundaries and totally. making you think. And so I think that's great. So what I mean. Take us through a few of the highlights in your career. Like, what was that like to build a company and sell it? I, I have a lot of entrepreneurs that come in here, and they say that there's like things that really surprise them about how they feel selling a company that that they didn't think they'd feel. Like, what what was that process like? Um, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think at the end of the day, and I don't just say this. You know, I I love working with you on our theater oh. work because. You're someone who I deeply admire, but we have fun doing it also together. And and um, you're such a good person, and and we just have a really great time together. And I, I think paid him. Um, no, yeah, this is <laughs> this is not hashtag ad. This is the hashtag truth. Thank you. Um, and I think you know, with building the company, the importance of people and the mm. importance of culture, yes. and making sure you have the right people. And I remember the day. Uh, we sold the company and we sold it to T-Mobile. And so as T-Mobile does, there's always a huge party um, and everyone's wearing magenta. And I just had this moment where I, I sat in, in sort of the room and, and I looked around and we had hired, by the time we sold it, around 220 people. And I, you know, I sort of had a hand in hiring a lot of those people. Um, and uh, and I just looked around and I go, wow, like all these people were involved in this journey and it really yes. takes a team and it takes a community and all these people will continue to be, this will be a part a of family, all of their yeah. story. Yeah, and it's, and it's family. And I think what's so great about 
theater also is that family and that family that you have to rely on and lean upon. Um, And, you know, it's... uh, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of kissing in the inheritance, and I was thinking to myself, also because I'm a certified germaphobe, I was like, I was like, oh my god, if one of these people gets sick, the whole cast, the goes whole down. cast goes down. But there's also sort of you know, with strength in one of these people, everyone gets lifted up also. And so I think that Broadway is uh, is just this really big fun, yeah, family that that is. So I so to me, I mean, the business question is, you know, it's it's all always about the people yes um it's why people stay at companies it's why people leave companies um and it's why companies get great right is, is because of those individuals who are pushing it forward totally. and one of the things that i would say is your superpower talking about people is that i think like eric you you get along with everyone like i've never met a person who doesn't have a glowing thing to say about you everyone loves you eric kuhn is like the ultimate connector um so maybe can you give those of us who maybe like aren't at quite as comfortable in a room like how some of your tips on on networking on connecting how do you stay in touch with people like how how can we have a fraction of your superpower oh goodness <laughs> um uh you know um hmm well, first of all, I always I always give credit a little bit of credit, a lot of credit um, to my mother, who's a therapist. Um, so I feel like I feel like I have a lot of emotional intelligence from from growing up in in that household. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's sort of it's funny. My my father is actually um, he's he's a works in business, and so he I feel like I have like both of their brains uh, mushed mushed together because um, he's very. Um, spreadsheet and strategic oriented um oh spreadsheet that i should have given that word to oh, the to the free would have been a good one. we're like excuse me can you please come yeah, back can, in can here? we get them back into the studio um you know i think you know it's it's certainly an overused word but i i really believe you have to be genuine um uh, i i and i also really believe in sort of the i do a lot and and i connect a lot of people as you said um because I really love it and I really don't want anything back in return. Um, and I think so many, you know, in, in business people are always sort of looking about how they can get something. And I, and I sort yes. of have this feeling like, you know, if I put it out into the world, it'll come back and it maybe it won't come back from this person, but it'll come back from some, from somebody else. That's right. Um, so I think, I think that that mentality is, um, is super important. I always, I keep really good notes in my phone about, everyone about their birthdays about who their kids are wait that's that's a great pro tip i also by the way i i hope not to give out a lot of my secrets you know when <laughs> whenever especially you know and, and i you know obviously most people you know i started as an intern and and you begin to work your way up and um and i would always write down people's coffee orders um and so oh. even sometimes or like or like weird things um, just like little things about them like totally like today, like like I saw on Instagram yesterday that it was Anissa's birthday, so we like had a cupcake waiting for her. Like exactly. little things like that that you can do that like really delight people. Yeah, and so and so even sometimes you know when uh, you know if I'm meeting someone for coffee or whatever it may be, like I'll have their coffee order ready. Yeah. Um, and I sort of you want to, uh, you know, and I just I don't know I I love that. Um. Uh, awesome. And so that's you know it's like it's like one of my love languages is gift giving right yes. so i'm always i'm always thrilled and and the other thing i really you know is is um you have to follow up and you have to um i'm always sort of reading things or sending things to people or um mm. for the longest time i would i would send i mean i still do i send a lot of books to people that i think they might like or that sort of comes up in conversation it's great those are all great tips okay eric in our final few moments together oh, can you believe it went by so quickly no um what what are you excited about right now 
Like, what are you, what are you working on, or what do you have your eye on? And yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I not to keep parking on this. I mean, I'm, I'm super excited about the inheritance. Um, and I'm, I'm excited that you and I are, are co-producers together. And can I brag about us a second? We won a Tony Award. Yes, that, well, that was the other thing that I was going to say, which is, which is not to be, not to be shamelessly plugging this, but, um, but uh, or our stuff. But I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about Oklahoma still. That is going so strong. Um, it's, it's going to go on tour around the country, and, um, and the, the opportunity, um, you know, somebody, somebody said to me. Um, a Tony Award really sh- just shows that you're willing to kind of support great art. Yes. Um, and I, I know, and you feel the same way. We could not be prouder for mm. supporting Oklahoma and um, and just playing a small role in it, and and to bring that to stage in a in a reinvented way. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's something also. And by the way, I think this is in in business as well. Oklahoma, for those who don't know it or haven't seen it yet, and and please go and see it on Broadway. Um, uh, is is a old show. It's it's over seventy five years old, and it's a totally new reinterpretation of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to speak for you, but I think I can say this because I know you very well. You and I have such deep respect for Broadway, and we have such deep respect for the tradition of Broadway and the old uh, guard of Broadway. I mean, it's Rodgers and Hammerstein, and I think what's so I think why. I, I love that show. And I think why you love it too is because we have such respect for it, but it's also being modernized and brought into the new world totally. and being shown to new audiences. And I think that's kind of our mission, which is which is not to not to push away the the tradition, but to but to bring it forward. Yes. Um, and I think that that's what's beautiful about Oklahoma. And isn't that really what you and I have done in our careers? Like totally we've taken like kind of legacy industries and thought of ways to modernize and, and bring them forward. So totally. it's, it's just a, a natural extension of of what we've done. In fact. I actually I think there are so many parallels between working in theater and working in startups with like you said the family culture, the investment, the you know the way the way everything's run. And one other thing is you have to tell a good story. Yes. And you always in anything. in anything in in you know in in business in an interview in selling your startup, you have to when you have a deck, you have to walk people through investors through yeah. A story, uh, and, right. and a, you know, and it, and it needs to have characters, and it needs to have narrative, and it needs to have life and energy, and and that's you know, you sit through a Broadway show, and you'll see that. Yes. If you're just joining us now, you're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on SiriusXM Business Radio 132 from New York City. We're here with Eric Kuhn, media pioneer, Broadway producer, entrepreneur, and dear friend. Eric, let's talk about social media because you were the first social media talent agent in Hollywood, which is super exciting. Um, that, what was the state of social media in those days? And uh, and then I want to hear talk about kind of what what it's like now. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> uh, well, um, you know... I, as as we as we discussed, I was really the first one in in LA to to be an agent and and help all of our clients, writers, actors, directors, producers, think about what their online presence should be. And it was really new, and people were really scared. They were questioning it. They were wondering what it means to be a celebrity or in the public eye. Um, and you know my thing that I always told people and it's still my rule about all these new technologies that came out is I really was I, I said to people you know what let's think about what the business reason is for you to be on this platform okay. and I said don't use technology for technology's sake use it to advance what your goal is yeah. and if you framed it in that way and I still believe that you know and there's all these new I mean 
maybe a little bit less so, but when we were in the heyday of all this, there were new apps and new programs and new things to do and be on every single second. Yes. And, I, and, and it was I, like, this is going to be like the and Twitter this is going to be the this, next yeah. big thing and like, <laughs> and, and whatever it may be. And I, and I, and I kept on saying, I go, okay, well, you don't have to be on Pinterest if you don't want to be, or if you don't, if you're not going to use it in the way that you're supposed to use it and to get you to a business objective, like that makes no sense. But if you're designing clothing or furniture or, you know, something visual, like you might want to be on Pinterest, right? And so I think that that has, um, that's remained my uh, sort of philosophy. My other philosophy is it also doesn't hurt to try. Sometimes the first movers aren't always rewarded. Um but you're always rewarded for trying something. And I think that that's important. And, and we shouldn't be, we should, you know, especially today, we should probably be um, not, we shouldn't necessarily go in with blindfolds, um, but we should be willing to push boundaries and try new things. Totally. Do you remember when, when the tipping point was? Because I remember at one point you were literally like one of the only people in Hollywood that was talking about social media. What was the tipping point when people stopped being like, oh, that's cute to like, Wait, we all have to do this. <laughs> so you know, I I think what's interesting is I think the tipping point is when, and I and I don't know the exact moment, but I I think the tipping point for actors especially is when they were losing roles or going into auditions, um, and being asked, "What's your social media following?" And when they didn't have big enough followings, then you know, and and look, I think here's the thing. We you open up Netflix today, and there are so many films to watch. There's so many TV series. You open up your podcast apps. There are so many things to listen to, and unless you have a brand, and unless you have a personal brand, and unless you can promote this to your audience, things get lost. Totally. And so I think a lot of people realized, okay, I need to build up a social media presence so my audience can follow me and yeah. and listen to me. Otherwise, you're overwhelmed. It's I I couldn't agree more. So. Let's talk about how that plays in a business context. Do you think that entrepreneurs need to have a brand or like executives and companies and and how does one build a brand? So, I'm a big believer and I and I and I would like to think about this as being true that great content and great ideas find an audience. Yeah. Um and depending on how you market it, they find it sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on right, and and yeah. I think and and especially you know in 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 Broadway, we don't have unlimited time, right? So you have to mm-hmm. sort of find that audience faster than maybe a, sh- a movie yeah. that you put out on Netflix and can and can build an audience over over time and sort That's of right. become a cult classic or, That's or right. whatever. Because on you probably only have in your bank account a few weeks, uh, right? That you keep, can go to when, keep, unless tickets hit. to keep going. <laughs> yeah. So I I think. Um, uh, yeah. So I and and I think do entrepreneurs need? Yeah, I think they do. I think it's helpful. I think there are great entrepreneurs who um, are probably are too much in in the public eye when they don't need to be. I think it's it's the same it's the same rule. Um, when when we had our startup, we were stealth for two years, and people wow. wanted to interview us, and people wanted to, and I I was like, no, no, we're we're working on it. We have nothing to sell right now. We're working yes. on our product. We're heads down. We have nothing to talk about. And so, you know, I think it's the same rule. It's it's only have that presence if it really is important, or if it really moves your brand forward. Yeah, that's actually that's one of my biggest pet peeves in business is when people like announce things they're going to do. Totally. And you're like, "No, wait, don't announce what you're going to do. Just just do it. Just wow us." Right. And then talk about how you did it. <laughs> right. No, totally. I mean, to, and and it's a tricky balance because in today's day and age, you have to 
break through and you have to get an audience and you have to get clients and, and whether you're in a B2B product or a B2C product, you have to get users. And so, you know, it's this balance of, of too much promotion or, or too little. Is there anything in, in tech that's catching your eye right now that you're excited about? Um, is there anything in tech right now? Um, no, I mean, I just sat through a play for seven hours. I'm, I like I like putting away your phone. Yeah, so you're like, you're like put the phones away, man. You don't um, talk about tech. Actually, can, like, you, yeah. maybe, can you describe what a producer does? Because I've now said multiple times on the show that you and I are co-producing shows. So maybe you can even just kind of define what a producer does for our audience. I, I, think, it's, um, I think it's an ageless question because so many producers <laughs> take on so many different roles. Um, I think... When a producer does their job right, you don't really see that uh, what what they're doing. Um, but I think I, I like to say in the most simple terms, a producer does everything that isn't on stage. So yeah. that's the director's job. But we are certainly responsible for fundraising. We are certainly responsible for working with the teams to help market it and think mm -hmm. of ideas to get the word out and to really help get butts in seats because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. That's right. Um, any advice in our final moments for aspiring producers, actors, anyone who wants to be the next Eric Kuhn? Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, uh, any advice? I mean, um, I think, you know, I think entertainment, if you want to be in entertainment, is, is truly a game of hustling and not giving up and having a lot of grit okay. and, a, and a really good attitude. And, <laughs> and you know, I, and I'm sure I think we're both the same. We have been told no a million times. A million. A million times. And honestly, the only reason why we've been able to produce many of these shows is because we kept on pursuing the opportunity and we really didn't take no. And I, I mean, so many emails that said no to us, so many people yeah. that said no to us, and, and we just kept going and didn't really listen to them. We, we, no is just a suggestion. Yes. <laughs> it's funny. I just posted something on Instagram about... Um, uh, like a, a reporter who told me like I'll, I would never make anything of myself on Broadway and then that that same reporter wrote an article about me being like Broadway producer Randy Zuckerberg I and actually, I was like this is amazing no no I think that's no I, I think that's right I think there are so many people in this world that say and especially for us um, I know we have a minute left but I think this is actually really important I think that the other thing is to surround yourself with people who say yes to you. Yes. And and I don't mean I don't mean who like say yes to every idea, but who encourage you to do what you want to do because there's so many people when I was oh I'm a businessman, now I'm going to be a Broadway producer. I had a certain group of friends that said, you can't do that. Why would right. you do that? And then I had a certain group of friends who said, absolutely, you yes. can do that. So, and so, that's who you want to surround, right. surround yourself, yourself with. Surround yourself by people who believe in you as much as you believe in you. Eric, where totally. can people find you online? Oh, goodness. Instagram, Eric J. Kuhn. Twitter, K-U-H-N. Follow him. His account is magical. Thanks for joining us on Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on SiriusXM Business Radio 132. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play.